0: Hey folks, I have the DCI updates and a couple other stories to share with you. I'm Renee Nelson and this is unsolved Wyoming. Unfortunately, Desiree isn't able to join me today, but I do have the updates from her. Both the Cheyenne Police Department and the Laramie Police Department asked for assistance in locating two separate juveniles. Both were found shortly later. Six cases have been removed from the DCI database and seven cases have been added. Alexia Marie Powers, age 14, was last seen on August 17, 2023 in Cheyenne, Wyoming. She is a white female, approximately 5'4", 130 pounds, with brown eyes and hair. She was last seen wearing a black hoodie with writing on the front, black Nike pants, and white high-top shoes. Anyone with information is requested to contact the Laramie County Sheriff at 307-637-6524. Deshaun Green Tinzump age 15, was last seen on August 17, 2023, walking along Tucson Hills Road. He is a Native American male, approximately 5'9", 140 pounds, with black hair and eyes. He was seen wearing a white shirt, denim pants, and black backpack. He has a scar on his left side of his head with a bald spot. Anyone with information is requested to contact the Wind River Reservation Agency at 307-332-3112. 307-332-3112. Marcus Dale Friday, Jr., age 16, was last seen around Beaver Creek housing on August 17, 2023. He is a Native American male, approximately 5'10", 189 pounds, with brown hair and eyes. He was last seen wearing a black hoodie and blue jeans. Anyone with information was requested to contact the Wind River Agency at 307-332-3112. Aiden Bradley Gallagher, age 14, was last seen in Casper, Wyoming, on August 14, 2023. He is a white male, approximately 5'4", 120 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. He was last seen wearing an orange Adidas or Champion short sleeve shirt, gray Adidas shorts, and blue and white Air Forces. Anyone with information or in contact with Aiden is requested to contact the Casper PD at 307-235-8278. Payson Gold, age 16, was last seen in Fremont County, Wyoming on August 15th, 2023. He is a Native American male, approximately 5'4", 140 pounds with brown eyes and black hair. Anyone with information or in contact with Payson is requested to contact the Fremont County Sheriff at 307-332-5611. Jamie Ann Thornton, age 47, was last seen in Cheyenne, Wyoming, on August 12, 2023. She is a white female, approximately 5'5", 160 pounds, and green eyes and blonde hair. She is believed to be traveling in a Nissan Sentra with unknown plates. She may also go by Jamie Coleman. Anyone with information is requested to contact the Cheyenne Police Department at 307-637-6500. Katie Diane Wilson, age 18, was last seen in Buffalo, Wyoming on August 12th, 2023. She is a white female, approximately 5'4", 120 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. Anyone with information or in contact with Katie is requested to contact the Buffalo Police Department at 307-684-5581. And of course, with all cases, you can contact Wyoming DCI at 307 777 and they also have the option to submit tips anonymously on their website just to remind your folks we typically see an uptick in young folks being reported as missing around the start of a of the school year and so depending on what part of wyoming you're in school either started last week this week or maybe starting after labor day and so when we see that it's because a lot of students the pressure of going back to school just seems intense there could be so many different situations on on why but there's a direct correlation between school starting and seeing an increase in young people going missing mostly being reported as runaways so hopefully those folks will get back home soon and everything will be okay So a couple of other stories I wanted to share with you is last time I reported, I think was before last week. Again, the beginning of the school year, it also affects me too, unfortunately. And so I just went back to work this week at Laramie County Community College, Woo-hoo, golden eagles. And so, but before that I did report that the search for Brianna Mitchell, they were doing kind of a last search with dogs, drones, and deputies, what they were calling their, their final search. And they have reported on that. And this is the report on the Washakie County Sheriff's Office and Moreland Police Department page. And so on August 11th, 2023, a total of 45 search and rescue personnel from Washakie County, including one helicopter, Hot Springs County, Park County, Sheridan County, Johnson County, and Big Horn County arrived at the area where Brianna's vehicle was last seen. SAR personnel from the above listed counties searched the area until it was dark. Uh, They're still waiting on all the people at this time to get the exact amount of square miles that they were searched, but the estimate was well over 20 square miles of land in this area. Again, just an estimation. Unfortunately, nothing of importance was discovered. Find is still processing all the images they had taken through their software, and they will provide a report later, it sounds like this past week. I want to, and he goes on to say, they go on to say that they want to thank the counties who assisted. Uh, Essentially, there is no longer searching, search efforts in this, area for Brianna Mitchell, but they will continue efforts there at the office going through all the tips, cell phone data and search warrants that and other leads that they may receive. There is currently no evidence to prove that there was any foul play regarding her disappearance. but again, they have not they have to work on evidence and not rumors. And so they're still investigating her call logs and text messages. They are interviewing the individuals who contacted her on the and the ones that she contacted. They're still waiting on Facebook and Snapchat to release data that was requested through search warrants. These are large companies and those can take some time. And so I believe, if I remember correctly, and and again, this is just, you know, uh, this has been well over a year since I worked on that case, is with Iron Gakwa, it can take anywhere from three to nine months to get that information. So it can take a really long time before they hear anything. And so, And I I would say the thing that I'm really appreciating about this is that they are very transparent so far with the public. And so they say here, this is the last public update that they'll give on this case unless something else important occurs. And so that's where the case currently is at. And again, I think it's, it's really critical to remember, as I was reading through the comments, right? And as we've seen with other missing persons cases is... At this point, they don't believe foul play has occurred. I think we always go to you know a, a really scary situation must have happened in order for somebody to go missing, and yes, absolutely, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, that it's always another person involved. As we know, out in the wild, out in you know areas where we may not have another person with us, so we can get into a situation, and it, and it can be unfortunately a, a bad situation. So, whether it's getting lost on a trail falling and and rolling an ankle or breaking an ankle, getting disoriented out of as a result of extreme temperature changes, exposure, anything could could have happened. And so hopefully she's she's still okay. And and I hope she's safe wherever she's at. And so but at this point, this is where the investigation is. So I just wanted to report on that. The next thing that I wanted to report on is out of Pinedale is um, from the Sublette County Sheriff's Office. A body was located during a continued search efforts for a missing Minnesota man, John Disfels. And so essentially he was supposed he was doing a solo trip in the Wind River range and began on August 5th and was due to return August 16th, but he failed to contact his family and a rescue plan was formulated. And it was yesterday, so 824 Thursday August 24th at approximately 11:30 tip top search and rescue members located an unresponsive male near the unnamed lake above Spider Lake the man had succumbed to injuries which were consistent with a fall the man was later identified as the missing hiker John uh, Dicewolf they want to thank the public and backcountry hikers for getting the word out and keeping an eye out for John as well as the agency involved including the Bridger Teton National Forest tip-top search and rescue and the SCSO for coordinating the efforts and successfully finding him. And so super sad that this was the outcome. But again, having his remains recovered is something that I think we can be very thankful for. And so again, I I think out of these last two, I think these last two stories show just what incredible people we have working in the field in these type of efforts of, of doing search and rescue and seeing these agencies come together, too, I think is really important and powerful to, to bear witness to. And so I'm glad I live in a state where we know that people come together in time of other people's needs. All right, folks, that's all I have for you this week. I am working on some really exciting collaborations, especially for Spooky Season. So I have three interviews coming up that I'll be getting out to you in October. In the meantime, I'm always looking for cases that you want me to cover. If you have any contacts or leads, send them my way. You can get a hold of me through uh, Messenger on Facebook, Instagram. You can also shoot me a uh, contact me through the... Unsolved Wyoming website, www.unsolvedwyomingpodcast.com, or you can email me at unsolvedwyoming at gmail.com. Until next week.